Fellas. You think we could listen to the radio or something? I'm listening to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Fantasy. Where the fantasy football party happens, bitches. Oh. Bitches. Sucking their own dick. 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 Maybe football, time permitting. ESF is where fantasy meets fun. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Dad Jokes of Fantasy Football Podcasts out there. My name is Christian Brito. Joining me, as always, this lovely evening is Mr. Dale DeMont. Que hola, Dale. Yeah, man. I think we are like the Dad Jokes of Fantasy Football because we're really we're we're so bad that you kind of like us. Yep. Am I close? Well, the, I I love. I love me a good dad joke. I'm oh, not yeah. a father yet, but I think I started liking dad jokes at like six. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Can't get enough of them. No. So, uh, going to put you on the spot. Give me a good dad joke. Uh, good dad joke. Well, I do have a seven-month-old daughter, so I've had seven months to really <laughs> hone in. And uh, by the way, when we first started the podcast, episode one, I just we just found out that my wife was pregnant. So that's pretty crazy that my daughter's seven months old now. So the podcast kind of grew with, with my family, which is the podcast is like my family. Um, a good dad joke. Uh, how about, okay, I got a good one for you. This is like my go-to. A ham sandwich walks into a bar and orders a beer. The bartender says, sorry, we don't serve food here. (laughs) <laughs> that's not bad right that's, that's like that's all right quick go to i got i got one for you i got one okay. for you all right i used to be addicted to soap but i'm clean now <laughs> that's good too <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good um all right i got one more. this is the last one okay okay Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I'm thinking about getting a new haircut. I'm going to mull it over. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, okay. I, this is a quintessential dad joke here. How do you make a Kleenex dance? Put a little oh. boogie in it. Oh. Okay, I didn't like that one. Jeez, that was a good one. That was like dad joke 101. That was like one of the first dad jokes I ever heard. Anyways, today we are doing a... Live draft on or live mock draft on air for everybody. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to draft season. So if you haven't drafted or if you just uh, enjoy listening to these mocks to see where these guys are valued, we're going to do a PPR draft from the. Are we doing it from the twelfth position today, Brito? Twelfth spot, correct. All right, twelfth spot PPR uh, should be pretty interesting because wide receivers uh, the the position is fairly deep. And uh, we should be able to get some really good PPR options late, uh, late first round, early second round. So I'm anxious to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, we are going over some listener league entries. Uh, so hang around. We'll do it right after the mock. We're probably only going to do like seven or eight rounds of the mock draft just to kind of get you a feel. And then we're going to go into some listener league stuff. So if you apply to join the listener league, we will talk about it uh, towards the end of the episode. If you haven't done it yet, we are closing entry, uh, when do you want to say, Brito? Friday, the 27th? Friday. We're closing entry Friday. 25th. I'm sorry, 5th, 25th. We'll leave it till, let's say, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can get those in on the West Coast. 
by the time huh. you get home, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday, we'll be closing it. Okay. So how do you send those in, Dale? Yeah, I was just going to tell you. To send them on, all you got to do is give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever format you listen to and uh, screenshot it and send it to eatsleepfantasy at gmail.com. It's that easy. That's all you got to do. Um, I know a lot. Of, some people don't have iTunes, so if you have Stitcher, Google Play, whatever, uh, just review us and screenshot it and email it to us, and uh, and then we'll just put your name in the folder, and then we'll go through them all, uh, all at once. For everybody that has reviewed us, we sincerely appreciate it. Um, I haven't had time to reply to everybody, but um, just know that we appreciate all the kind words uh, that you guys have given us and over the, the reviews. Some of these reviews are very beautifully written and hilarious. Like yeah, we have yeah. a very awesome podcast following yeah. that, like the type of reviews very closely mirror like exactly what I want this podcast to be. And like they put a little twinkle in my eye because it's just... They get us, man. They Pretty get dope. us. Speaking yeah. of how you want this podcast to be and who listens to us, for people that are listening for the very first time, this episode, mm-hmm. we haven't cursed yet. There's no dick jokes yet. Actually, opposite of dick jokes, we had some dad jokes. Tell everybody who we are and why they should be listening to us. Um, You know, somebody described us today when they tweeted out a, a link of like all the top Twitter uh, fantasy accounts you should follow and they they tweeted ours out and they said basically a fantasy football podcast that uh, it doesn't hold back and is no holds barred and you know it doesn't pull any punches that's basically us but what they meant by that and what I want to have with this podcast and what Dale and I and Armando have wanted to create is a, a podcast that's authentic it's real it's a couple guys talking about fantasy football and in a way that is how we would normally talk about fantasy football, where you're going to hear some obscene stuff, but we want to make it fun. Fantasy football is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be making fun of your league mate for being just absolute shit at the game. Yeah. Um, and so what we want to do is make you better so that you can do more of that. So, <laughs> um, And through the process, we will have eat bets, we'll make dick jokes, and we'll do a lot of stupid stuff. I Hopefully, I don't lose some of the bets that I've been making with listeners because I really don't want to get, like, yeah, tramp stamp. <laughs> Even though it's a temporary one, but still, it's not, this does not bode well yeah. for me. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we, we have the jokes. We're not trying to be a comedy podcast. We, we really just want to give you some fantasy football insight just the way that you would hear it from your friends, like Armando said, uh, like Christian said. <laughs> Sorry really and <laughs> we sound unprepared sometimes and we sound unorganized sometimes um that is not on purpose but we really are prepared and we really want to give you as much information as we have we try to work uh and figure out stuff so you don't have to we'll just kind of give it to you on a silver platter if 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 it ever sounds like we're unprepared it's not true we have like these docs and sheets and everything that we're going to speak about is already outlined we're just bad at this. <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah, that's good. You're exactly right. We're uh, we we kind of suck. Exactly. Um, speaking of sucking, uh, what's the next transition here to go into our mock draft? Um, I don't know, but weren't you supposed to, you know, talk about a our sponsor? 
for oh, today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, guys, I, we talked about BK Sports. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is exactly what we're talking about here. <laughs> we talked about BK Sports last pod. Uh, basically, you could show your team pride by visiting bkfantasysports.com. Um, they have shirts and polos, hoodies, sweatshirts, uh, all lines for both men and women. Basically, they will take your team name or your team logo and put it on a shirt for you. Um, they're a great company to work with if you have any issues while ordering on the website or anything like that. You can always give them a call. Very personable, uh, very easy to work with. Uh, basically, they want to know how serious is your fantasy. Um, how serious do you take it? So uh, check them out, bkfantasysports.com. They're, uh, they're, they're good people, and they have a really good product. And you know how you know you, they have a good product? Shipping and handling is free. That's like my favorite part of anybody yeah, that yeah. does stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. It yeah. makes me so happy because when you go to check something out and like the shipping is more than the item, it's oh, so nice. upsetting. Yeah. yeah. But shipping and handling free makes it better. All right. Let's go ahead, Dale, and get into my second favorite drop here, our mock draft. Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. All right. Let's get right into it. Like we said, PPR draft, we're drafting from the 12th spot. So if you want to start us off, and we're good to go. So to start our draft, we're here sitting at the 12th position. So far, in the 11 picks before us, six wide receivers, five running backs has gone have gone. And we're looking at David Johnson, Lev Bell, Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, LaShawn McCoy, Odell Beckham, A.J. Green, Devonta Freeman, Melvin Gordon, Jordy Nelson, and Mike Evans all off the Any board. surprises there? Not a single one. No. None at all. None at all. Um, um, Melvin, Melvin, uh, Devonta Freeman over Melvin Gordon. Eh, I, I'm not loving that. But besides that, pretty typical first round. Yeah, I mean Freeman gets a little bit of a bump in in PPR. PPR, sure. Okay. Some of the running backs still available, like for example, Demarco Murray, who. People always seem to forget about him in a PPR format. You know, he should get a bump, but off very often doesn't. Um, but we have back-to-back picks here. I think we're in a very nice position uh, to go running back wide receiver should we want to start out balanced because we have options in similar tiers on both ends. For me, there's a guy, there's... Three different guys that I have all on the same platform in Jordan Howard, J.H.I., DeMarco Murray in the running back position. And then you've got Michael Thomas, T.Y. Hilton, and Des Bryant on the wide receiver position. Um, I could not, um, you know, I'm okay with anything here. On my end, if I was just going to pick in the spur of the moment, I'm going Jordan Howard, Michael Thomas. But I'll let you say what you want to say. Yeah, no, uh, I I think Jordan Howard is the best available running back for me. I would take him over J.H.I., DeMarco Murray, uh, even over Todd Gurley. Right. Ezekiel Elliott hasn't been picked yet, by the way, but I'm not touching him this early. I think he will get picked up in the second round, I'm sure. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I definitely like Jordan Howard here as far as the second person, you know, as far as the second player being picked. Definitely looking at wide receiver in a PPR format. Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, T.Y. Hilton, um, are my two top two here and you mentioned Michael Thomas I definitely don't have a problem with that all right so I'll, I'll say a couple of things here we were talking off the podcast today about 
specifically these three guys in yeah, Jordan yeah, Howard, we <laughs> Jay Ajayi, and Todd Gurley. And so we were talking about their receptions this year. And these are all three guys that I like more than their ADP. Jordan Howard is going to catch the ball a ton. Jay Ajayi, that has not traditionally been his game, but in an Adam Gase offense where nothing but glowing reports all offseason where they're trying their very best to get him more involved in the pass game. I know that's not his strength. I right. know he's not Matt Forte. I know that's not his forte, but they will get him more involved in the pass game. And then finally, um, DeMarco Murray, who's the next guy on this list. I know Todd Gurley we're leaving off because I think Todd Gurley, I know some people disagreed with me. I think he's on that next tier, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do too. I do too. I know you want Jordan Howard here. I think Jordan Howard's more likely to catch more passes. However, I said something to you off the podcast today that I think is bold, but I think it's entirely possible. I think Jay Ajayi could lead the league in rush attempts this year. I mean, he was ninth last year, and he didn't start for the first four games. Right. Um, so it's not it, – it's bold. It's not crazy, though. Miami ran the ball eight ton they last did. year they did now you're talking about exactly like you just said ajayi did not start the first few games right right on top of that you got jay cutler behind that offensive line now it's not ryan Tannehill anymore i don't know how much they're going to want to be able to lean on cutler who was not supposed to be playing football this year <laughs> yeah. i know he's familiar with the offense i know he's familiar with adam gase i don't think it's a huge step down from ryan Tannehill by any means no i don't either but i do think it gives a guy who's already received a ton of hype this offseason in his offense even more of a rushing opportunity i just you know just want to throw that in there so would you take a jay over howard here yes i have him ranked higher but i just i wanted to appease to to you because i know how much you love howard i do okay I do like Jordan Howard a lot, and like I said, I do. And I have like him back him. to back in this format, so whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with either. I'm okay with either. Just You're controlling the computer. It's fine. I like it's... Jordan Howard too. Okay, so all right. all right, we're gonna take Jordan Howard number twelve, and then we're looking at. I would suggest getting a wide receiver here. Try to pick one of these elite guys, Michael Thomas and T. Y. Hilton. Uh, I think Dez is in Des, that conversation too. I was I was just gonna say he's right in that tier with it. He drops off after Dez. You get guys right. like Doug Baldwin, Demarius Thomas, and Mari Cooper. So uh we still have a couple guys left in this second tier of wide receivers, I think. Okay. So who are you taking here? Michael Thomas. You're taking Michael Thomas? Yes. Who are you taking? If there was no Andrew Luck uh looming uh, injury that. concern it would be ty hilton by a long shot yeah ty hilton is like close to the the next tier mm. for me if i don't know andrew luck is healthy no i'm dead serious about that but he's not so i can't so that's why he's in the michael thomas des bryant tier for me des bryant is going to score a ton of fucking touchdowns this he year is. i'm telling you double digit touchdowns as long I as like, he stays healthy i agree i i like des bryant a lot too but I'm going Michael Thomas because I think he has the least concerns out of any of the three. I agree. All right. So we're so we're starting off with Jordan Howard and Michael Thomas. Not a bad one-two. After our pick, uh, Demarius Thomas went. Jay Ajay, uh, T.Y. Hilton went a little bit later, as, along with Amari Cooper. Joe Mixon was picked two ten, uh, right before 
uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Rob Gronkowski. F O H, as the kids say. Do you know what that stands for, Dale? You do not, because you're old. What does it stand for? You don't know what F O H stands for. You have some crazy, crazy. You've things. never heard the acronym "fuck out of here." Oh, okay, that makes sense. I okay. nobody's ever typed that to me in my life. I'm sorry. All right. I don't. I don't text with sixteen with year old your Osgood <laughs> slaughters. That it was is a serious a weird knee problem. Where you were gonna say, but all right. You keep talking about people with Osgood slaughters. You're gonna get tons of emails defending mm. me. All right. What um, are they gonna so, do? Take out my kneecaps? Hey, that is not nice. My, you know, my knees aren't good. Stop me from playing professional basketball. Uh, not the fact that you're five foot six. <laughs> um, okay, so in the third round, Brandon Cooks, Spencer Ware, Leonard Fournette, Ezekiel Elliott was finally taken three six. Uh, later in the um, later in the round, Jarvis Landry, a great PPR option, at least with Tannehill. Then Lamar Miller and Terrell Pryor. That's really late for Lamar Miller, isn't it? That is late for Lamar Miller at three ten in this format. Um, so we got back-to-back picks again. Like we've it. got some pretty good options on the board again here. Um, I'm going to say something here. Okay. All right? And I'm not sure how you're going to feel about this until I show you his stats for the last few years. Okay. 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 But Golden Tate, I but know I like he started the season – very rough started started but i mean it took him what four or five weeks to get in and then i think he was top i want to say top 15 the rest of the season he was after his first five games in which he was outside of the top 50 at wide receiver he was a top seven wide receiver in terms of points per game yeah the second half of the year and he finished yet again with 90 catches. Yeah. So we're talking about a PPR league. I agree. A guy who is going to probably finish with 90 catches and Golden Tate still on the board. Also, we've got some pretty good running backs who could serve very admirably as an RB2. Notably, for me, guys that stand out are guys like Carlos Hyde who I'd much rather have over somebody like Danny Woodhead, who's still on the board. I know I'm going to get a lot of you flack for my Danny Woodhead yeah. disagreement, but he he's yeah. he shouldn't be in the same conversation as some of the guys that are still on the board. No, I agree. I, I do. He believes he, your argument is, I don't think he belongs in the same, he is in the same conversation as Duke Johnson Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, who him and Danny is Woodhead. going like, yeah, five rounds later in this format. I I, well, we'll see. I gotta see what his we, ADP is. We shouldn't. We shouldn't be talking about Danny Woodhead in the beginning or end of the third. I mean, or the beginning of the fourth. We shouldn't be but talking about Danny. Woodhead. Where he's going? Yeah, and that's pretty. He's ridiculous. going as a top twenty running back in this format. He's done it twice. Yes, in his career. I, I, I just. Yeah, it's not worth it to me. You are right. drafting a guy at his absolute ceiling. When he's changed teams, he's 32 years old, he's very brittle, and I don't get it, but whatever. Yeah, right. are, are, can we lock in Golden Tate and then talk about the other pick? Okay, let's take Golden Tate. Oh, we, we're right. both agreeing here. Yeah. 
really, I really like Golden Tate. In a I was just about to say that. Market. I do too. I got Golden Tate in our auction draft for a pretty good value. And, you know, what we're drafting too, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about draft strategy. I'm not necessarily worried about balance. I'm constantly pick by pick. I'm looking at value. Where's the value at? We've talked about this before. The value right now was at Golden Tate, our third pick, the end of the third round. Um, Golden Tate, I think, is a steal, especially in PPR format. Looking back now, you're looking at these running backs, and there's a pretty steep ledge after these this third round pretty much in most drafts, right? I mean, you're right. getting off the time Montgomery and Carlos Hyde, and you're dropping way down to Bilal Powell and, uh, and guys like that and right. Tevin Coleman. Uh, for as a starter, I'm not crazy about. So, right. either I, I think we got to take a running back here, not to be balanced. Uh, I, I want to reiterate this. I don't. I'm, I'm not trying to get a running back, wide receiver, running back, wide receiver. I just think if we wait on running back, we're going to end up somebody like Tevin Coleman or Frank Gore. <laughs> right. Even though I wouldn't want to pick them. So, so we're, and I agree. It, <laughs> there's three guys left here that I feel very comfortable as my RB. Like. Ecstatic as my RB two. I feel I see um, I see Carlos four, Hyde's so I want to know which one you're leaving out. <laughs> um, and I know I've been down on Montgomery a little bit more than others. That doesn't mean I hate him, but the guys that I like here in this spot are Carlos Hyde, Tom Montgomery, Christian McCaffrey, who in this format gets a bump for me, obviously. Yeah. Because uh, even though he might have 150, 160 carries. Right, and that's way less than some of the other guys. He's gonna have over fifty catches, in my opinion. You would think so, right? Forty uh, or fifty catches is not crazy for Christian McCaffrey. I, I think I think he gets one hundred and fifty to one hundred and sixty carries and fifty catches this year. That's a lot of carries. I don't think so. One hundred fifty. In in that offense, I think it is. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, but still, I'm leaning Carlos Hyde here. That's where I'm at, and I don't know who the fourth guy is that you'd like here. Is it Abdullah? Uh, no, I like, I do like Carlos Hyde here. Um, I like Marshawn Lynch. I think he has value in, in Oakland. I don't think there's a lot. I know he hasn't played in a year and that's, that's probably why I wouldn't pick him here, but I do think this is around where he should go. You missed the episode where I said that, uh, DeAndre Washington was like one of my favorite last round picks. Yeah. You missed that, right? Yeah, I did miss that. Was that me and Armando. Yeah. You know, the gems of the draft. Right. Yeah, DeAndre you. Washington's going to be a gem this year. He could be. He could be. But Marshawn Lynch is good for, for half the season at least. But you mentioned Carlos Hyde. I think I do like Carlos Hyde over these guys. Ty Montgomery would be a close second for me. Yeah, I already took Carlos Hyde. Okay. So we have Jordan Howard, Carlos Hyde, Michael Thomas, Golden Tate. I'm 100% okay with that. I don't see any flub so far. After we took... It's because uh, you're not watching. You're not looking at me. Um, after we took Carlos Hyde, Tom Montgomery... Say, I just want to pause for a second. You got to say Golden Taint, just for the... You know, just in case Armando's listening. Oh, yeah. Just, just throw that out there. Yeah, that's an old old flashback to uh, season one. <laughs> um, so after we took Golden Taint, guys like Devonta, uh, Devonta Adams... Alshon Jeffrey, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill was taken late in the fourth. Aaron Rodgers was the last pick in the fourth. Then we go into the fifth, and we got guys like Emmanuel Sanders, Tom Brady, and a couple more tight ends, and Greg Olson and Jordan Reed were taken. Russell Wilson was taken late in the fifth round. And so now we're looking, now 
you know, we have our two running backs. We have two wide receivers in a PPR format. Um, just off the top of my head, I'm thinking I like going wide receiver here. And uh, I don't really see any big value right now in running back. You have C.J. Anderson, Bilal Powell. Like those guys I was telling you about that would be there, they're here now. <laughs> so you have Bilal Powell, C.J. Anderson, Frank Gore, Mike Gillisley, uh, those guys available. So I'm looking at wide receiver. I think there's much more value in wide receiver, such as Pierre Garçon and Brandon Marshall are my two favorites that are available. I really like both of these guys a lot. Okay, so tell us why. Okay, Pierre Garçon, I think with Brian Hoyer at the helm in San Francisco, I think Pierre Garçon is going to be a target monster there. Going, he's, I mean, he's going to get the catches, the touchdowns, I don't know. Um, you know, he's not... I don't know what's going to happen with that San Francisco offense, but I do think he's going to get fed the ball a lot. And I actually do like Brian Hoyer as well. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. And uh, Brandon Marshall, I think, I mean, I've been saying this the whole time. I think he's a very solid number two in that offense. I don't think that just because Odell Beckham is that great, uh, somebody else can't be a strong number two. I'm still seeing, and I've said this for all along, I still see Brandon Marshall with nine or 10 touchdowns this year. And that's, that's solid flex play for me uh i'm actually going the other way on this uh on this pick here and i I think that uh there are there is a running back on the board that i like a lot at this spot and he's just a guy to you but he's not just a guy to me dale (laughs) okay and that's Bilal powell yeah you don't like him in a ppr man he is the guy and for any of you who uh get carried away with preseason. Blaw Powell got all the work in the preseason Jets offense this weekend and uh I think that's just signs of what's to come. You know, he's he's not Matt Forte and that's number 1. All right? And that's that's sign that's uh that's the that's all you need to know. Really, he's just not Matt Forte. No, 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 but to be fair, uh, uh, to clarify a little bit. He was really good in the second half of last year. Um, in the second half of last year, he averaged almost three and a half yards after contact, uh, which is really good. Um, that was fourth amongst qualified running backs in that metric. He, uh, is P was PFFs number six graded running back for the season from that point forward. He also had, um, an elusiveness rating, which I know I used uh, for Dion Lewis last, last year. <laughs> so please don't. Uh... You remember Dion Lewis? <laughs> All right, I won't even mention that anymore. All right, Let's just move on. Yeah. I knew you were gonna say that. I, did, I, I was like, do I bring up the elusiveness rating? Uh, you know who we're not talking about, and this is a good chance to talk about him really quick. Uh, Stefan Diggs. You don't like him, do you? I do. Why? He, Why would you say I don't? I don't know because oh, we don't God. we don't talk about him very often. Mic. Yeah, I heard you. We don't talk about Stefan Diggs very often. He was a little hobbled last year, but he's he racks up the targets in a in an offense. Sam Bradford probably won't throw for four thousand yards this year. Um, that it would be his first time of his career, by the way. But I mean, Stefan Diggs before he got injured, he was doing pretty well. I mean, he had a couple hundred yard games to start off the season. He actually had a 182 yard game, second game of the season last year, and uh, he has a great catch rate too. I mean, he's thrown 
when he gets 15 targets, he caught 13. He had 14 targets, he caught 13. Uh, so when he gets the ball thrown to him, he makes the most out of it. I like him. I don't know if I like him to pick here, but we don't talk about him enough. Okay, fair enough. Stefan Diggs is in that uh, Martavis Bryant type category for me of a guy that if he puts it all together can break into the top 12 but just kind of needs to have a good season and everything fall in the right place yeah that's that's who Stefan Diggs is for me and um I think he's uber talented like he's he's yeah. an elite player is just hampered by his offense yeah uh, and and, and his yeah and his health yeah. a little bit um, yeah. So if, if he he's is healthy, the wide like receiver him. Dalvin Cook, and they just happen to be on the same team. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just break it down for you really quick. I like Pierre Garcon and Brandon Marshall. He like Bilal Powell here. I'm not super happy about taking a Jets player in this offense where they they probably have the worst offense in the NFL. Yes, but and they're they're worse than like the Browns. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> and that's my only... For fantasy um, purposes, yes. Because right. I think there are three usable pieces in the Cleveland Browns offense and only one for the New York Jets offense. Right. Okay. So I think you can go ahead. You can get Pilal, uh, Bilal Powell. Law Bowel. He's going on our team. <laughs> All right, so we pick. It's Powell. fine, bro. We'll get. We'll get. Yeah. Uh, we'll get somebody zone. on the turn. We, so we, got... we have two picks here. I'm getting Powell on my pick. Okay. So who Powell. do you want? Is it Stefan Diggs? Because I would. I'm. I'm in on Stefan Diggs actually. But okay. I know you said Pierre Garcon or Brandon Marshall. Uh, Garcon's another good one, but I think I think the upside of Diggs, considering he's our he's our bench wide receiver. If we take him here, is is really nice. Okay. If you want the upside here, I'm okay with Diggs. I think Brandon Marshall or Pierre Garcon is safer. So I'll let you decide upside or, or well, you think safety. Brandon Marshall is safer than Stefan Diggs? Yes, I do. I think Brandon Marshall is super solid. I don't I don't have any issues about Brandon Marshall this year. Diggs has a higher floor and a higher ceiling than Brandon Marshall. Okay. This year. Hmm. Not like traditionally, because uh, we've seen what uh, Brandon Marshall has been in the past. Right. But yeah, he's, he's two years removed from, from leading the league in touchdowns, let's not forget, with okay. Ryan Fitzpatrick, the backup quarterback to Tampa in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Peyton Manning's two years removed from being a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. What is your point? <laughs> Just uh, two years is not that much for a wide receiver like yeah, Brandon well. Marshall. Peyton Manning was at the end of his career. All right. I'm good with Stefan Diggs. Let's the get Atlanta the Falcons are two quarters removed from being up 28 to three. 